0: Well, welcome to the Key to Travel podcast. This is episode number four. I'm Steve Key, and today it's going to be something a little different. I've now uh, stepped away from just inside the studio, and we'll try our first phone interview. And for that phone interview, I've selected uh, a woman that I work with, uh, Vanessa Barassa, and she has a lot of interesting stories. When I started with this, uh, travel podcast, and I asked for people who had some ideas. Vanessa not only sent me a, a short list, she sent me a long list of places she's been to. So welcome to the Key to Travel podcast, Vanessa.
1: Thank you for having me, Steve.
0: Not a problem. And I think what was interesting is you're one of the, the last people that was able to go away and have a vacation and get back before the COVID-19 uh, pandemic hit. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, just your experience down, down south and then trying to get back here to Canada.
1: Yeah, so we were lucky to get away for March break, um, literally days before everything hit. So we left on a Thursday, and I believe it was that Saturday when the Prime Minister started to call back Canadians. So um, the first few days were fine, and then we started to get a little nervous, and I, I was Keeping close tabs on everything and checking in daily, Um, we went down with Sunwing, so they always have representatives at the resort. We've gone to Cancun, um, and you definitely saw a difference um, almost immediately. It wasn't as busy, and then throughout the week, it got very, very quiet. Um, I understand that Sunwing on the 17th of March stopped um, any flights going down south, and we returned to Canada on the 19th. Um, so we did stay the full week, um, but it was um, it was a very interesting experience, that's for sure.
0: Well, certainly, uh, you know, some of us will have to live vicariously through you. At least you're the last mm-hmm. person that had an opportunity to go. But one of the things I wanted to talk about, you have a quite an interesting background. As as uh, well, not many not many people in the audience would know, but I certainly know. I, so your mother is a Cape Bretoner, your father is Spanish you speak three languages, and you spend a lot of time in Spain. So tell me why Spain is the greatest place in the world to travel to.
1: So obviously I'm a little biased um, because first of all I am Spanish. You know, Part of me is, is Spanish. My father's from there, he's from the north of Spain in a, the province called La Rioja, right below the Basque Country. Very well known for its wine. Um, so if anyone's looking for a good wine at the LCPO, I recommend <laughs> Spanish wines from La Rioja. Um, and so a big big part of who I am is my family and friends in Spain so when I travel to Spain part of it is vacation but a big part of it is feels like going home
0: so where do you that's
1: why it's so important for me when
0: you fly from Toronto uh, where do you fly into
1: so over the last few years there's been more and more availability of flights um, and carriers so used to be actually quite difficult to get to Spain. Um, you'd have to go through London, England, um, but now there's quite a few air carriers that are flying directly to either Barcelona or Madrid. So that would either be a um, charter through Air Transit or Air Canada has a number of flights throughout, um, throughout the year, well, usually, not right now, of course. Um, and then in the summer months, what they call the high season from May to October um, is when there's a lot of flights available.
0: So when you fly there, you go and visit family, but if I'm a tourist, where do you suggest I go?
1: So I think it really depends on why you're going to Spain. So Spain has what I would call the best of both worlds in that it has a real rich culture, um, but it also has great food and great beaches. So you can really do both depending on what kind of traveler you are. You, do, you kind of decide where you want to go. Um, it. You definitely, depending on what you want to do, you can. that will decide whether you want to fly into Barcelona or Madrid. Madrid is the capital, so it's, you know, akin to, you know, Ottawa. So it has the um, parliament, it has the royal palace, um, lots of museums, lots of culture and history. Barcelona, on the other hand, although it has a lot of culture and history as well, it's much more of a vibrant um, city. It has a beach. Um, and then, of course, all along the Mediterranean, there's... So many small towns and um, seaside kind of villas and hotels, and Benidorm is one of the very popular places to go um, along the Mediterranean. If you go to the very south of Spain, very different culture and very, very hot in the summer. Um, so it all really depends on what you're looking for.
0: So I'm typically a traveler, as you know, that goes down to the Caribbean. If I'm looking for that beach vacation, you say the south of Spain?
1: the mediterranean because um it gets really hot so if you're going depending again the time of year that you're going if you're uh going to the south of spain in august it's quite uncomfortable it's very very hot it's in you know the 40s mid 40s every day um if you go up the mediterranean it's not as hot so it also depends on the time of year
0: okay okay and and to see things if i'm if i'm a tourist who wants to experience spain uh, which of these cities am i going to
1: so one of the things about many countries in europe and in and spain and of course has this um is the food um the food i would say is fantastic and one of the things that spain is really well known for is is the word tapas which is just really called appetizers but they're really bite-sized um little the schedule in spain's a little different they have a late lunch at around two or three in the afternoon and they have a late dinner at like nine or ten o'clock at night so this tapa happens before the main meal of lunch so around noon for instance lots of streets in almost every major city in spain is filled on these streets that are just bar after bar after bar and you bar hop so you go to one restaurant to have their famous tapa with a you know, a beer or a glass of wine, and then you continue on to the next. Oh, so,
0: clearly, so I wouldn't learn... like that at all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds fabulous, isn't it? Yeah. So, a lot of different cities are known for their different streets that are just filled with tapas bars. Um, so, if you're looking for the food and the culture, and you don't want to travel too far um, from your main um, airport, then Barcelona is a great option because Barcelona has a Um, everyone knows, of course, it's part of Catalonia and there is a, um, a whole movement of separating. So they are a little different. Um, but if you go to Madrid or anywhere in the north or in the Mediterranean, um, if you're going to a seaside kind of location, you could always just take a little side trip to one of the closer cities and have that experience.
0: Well, I think um, that's a wonderful beginning, Primer, and I thank you so much for this. Uh, you have so many other places you've traveled, I, I at some point want to talk about Iceland. I'd like to talk a little bit more about uh, Europe in a, in a future episode, but uh, today I, I just wanted to get us to touch on Spain. It's certainly uh, on our bucket list and someplace we'd like to go, so thank you so much for this today.
1: Well, thanks for having me.
0: Well, that's uh, episode four of the Key to Travel podcast. Uh, we will certainly be posting it up on all the regular distribution channels. And uh, thank you so much for listening, and let's hope we can all travel again really soon.